Yo, what is up, everybody? It is time for the In Off the Bench podcast. I am Daniel Ball, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, my partners in crime, my brothers from other mothers, Jim Cross, Randy Jowers, and guys, we got episode 13 coming at you. We got super fan of Tigerland, the episode title, and man, I don't want to waste any time. We want to get right to him. We want to get to the man. We want to get his perspective on what it's like being the biggest fan in LSU history. And there's no one even close. Not even you, Jim. So get yourself ready. Grab your popcorn. Let's get to it. Help me welcome on to the show with the biggest interview on podcasting this week, LSU superfan D'Angelo Sanchez. All right, D'Angelo, welcome to the show. How are we doing tonight? Oh, man, another day alive, another day alive. God bless y'all. Yeah, no doubt. We are glad to have you here. And, you know, before we get into your story, being that you are a sports fan, you know, I'm curious, who's your favorite athlete ever? Oh, definitely Deion Sanders. (laughs) Not a a bad answer at all. And uh, also, you know, we always like to know, do you have like a favorite sports movie? Is there like a go-to sports movie you like to watch, maybe get you hyped up? Uh, I definitely remember the Titans because, you know, it gets you iced up in football, but it's like, to me, it's like one of the best value sports life models that you can just learn so much about and team and just getting along with people. So definitely remember the Titans. Uh, I'm glad you said something because Jim – Jim likes that movie, and, and so do we. But mm-hmm. he tends to think that some of those parts of that aren't aren't a hundred percent accurate. They're not. It happened five years after they integrated. It's, it's well, yeah. I mean, you can. I look at it like if, if once you dive into it, then you know you can break down parts. But just the general aspect of part, just getting along with people. That you know, that's what I tend to focus on. Like you on. said, the life lessons. Yeah, that that doesn't yeah. change. Yeah. So you, you talked about getting getting along with people and every guest we have on, we got to dive deep into the family and we we get all the the ins and outs of the getting along and then the not getting along part. We get mamas coming in and laying the smack down. We get dads just kind of turning a blind eye to the moms laying the smack down. <laughs> we get it all. But, man, that's that's where we got to start. Let's go there. Um, tell me where where you're from. Uh, Newton, Georgia. It's about um, maybe 30, 40 minutes south of Atlanta. So, um, you know, small suburb of Atlanta. You know, I, I love my city. You know, um, very, uh, I'm very, I'm very close to my city and very close to my community. Um, you know, I go to the high school games, go to all the softball games. Um, I'm just, like I said, um, most people consider me a, a big LSU fan, but like I said, I'm, I'm much more of a community fan. And those people in my community, they know, like, the same way he's at the LSU games, he's, you know, he's at the same city. I'm the same way. I gotcha. So in Georgia, outside of Atlanta, um, you know, you're growing up. You know, what is the family dynamics like? Are you living with mom, dad, brothers, and sisters? 
What's the makeup uh, of the had, home? We had, a big, we had a big, big family growing up. Um, and then, like I said, once you go off to college, then, you know, moving to Alabama, then, you know, getting, getting on your own. But um, most of my family, we stay in the same area. If not, we're, you know, maybe my dad's side is from, um, they're from Michigan, and we still have a little bit of little parts of them up there. But for the most part, my mom's side, we're all in the same region. So, like, we're all, like, you know, we're able to have family reunions together. When someone is having one, we might have 30 people over the house. So, you know, to me, I look at it as a blessing just to have such a close family, such close by. Yeah, so when we talk about, you know, family, obviously, I bet them them reunions are lit, dude. I bet the food is popping. I bet it, it gets wild. I bet. Yeah, um, it, it's, it, it's definitely. Yeah, we'll. My whole family will fit right into the LSU culture. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you know, outside of the extended family, let's let's talk inside the house, brothers and sisters. How many brothers and sisters you got? Brothers, I have one brother and um, sisters. On my dad's side, I have two, and on my mom's side, I have two. Yeah, so four sisters in all. Wow, so five, five total, four sisters five in total. all. Man, it's it, you know, obviously being being you know, big into sports was was that a thing in the household? Was there a lot of competition going on? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, as a matter of fact, man, my uncle, we just got finished playing golf and, you know, he kicked my, you know what? Um, so, you know, it, whether we're playing golf or darts or, or cornhole or whatever, like, yeah, we're definitely competitive. Oh, Randy, he, he, he said the right, the right words, man. Cornhole. He could throw them bags. We'll, <laughs> you know what, man? We'll see. You know, Tennessee plays LSU at LSU. We'll see. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a, hey, I, I accept the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I mean, you know what? Maybe what it is, you know, is me and you got to like team up and take everybody else down. You know, hey, beat everybody. That's what it's for. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's the safe bet. So, um, obviously, super competitive. You know, it, it's got to be with, with with that many brothers and sisters. What sports did you play? What sports are they playing? You know, what what's the What's the the year look like in in terms of athletics in the home? Man, every, everybody played everything like growing up. Like um, my mom, she was very athletic. She she played basketball and softball. Um, dad, brothers, aunts, everybody played. Um, I played um baseball, track, wrestling, football, of course. Um, that's how I actually went to Auburn. Um. I had a, um like a preferred walk on, but I hurt my wrist and that kind of derailed everything. That's only where I end up. But I, you know, we was pretty athletic. So, you know, Shamaya, you know, she just fell right into it. So, you know, I feel like, you know, my sister, everything that I wanted to do in college that I didn't accomplish, she's like the spitting image of me. And we're like, we're best friends. So she was like the female version of me in college. And that's why, you know, it, it was just so easy to, you know, rally behind her. So, you know, since you, you, you brought up Shamaya, I want to I want to talk about her a little bit. Obviously, you know, she was a star, man. She was, you know, softball star. She could do it all. But, you know, at age 14, she was diagnosed with lupus. And, and yes, sir. She was she was eventually told, you know, that she would never be able to play softball again. What what is that like for her to hear that as a, you know, as a as a kid? being told that something that you're really good at, something that you're passionate about, something that you love, like, hey, you can't do that anymore. How did that affect her? But also, 
how devastating was that as a brother and as a mother and as a father to hear that your your child won't be able to do that i mean well it, it was definitely hard but um i have to credit you know um the many prayers and just kind of being close to god which is which is everything you know our family, we always go to church together. We we have Bible study together. So, you know, um, just having, you know, having that spiritual aspect side of things, it, it kind of get through because she know no, no matter what, God still has a plan for her life. So, you know, she just took it as a bonus. Like the more she played softball, it was just an extra bonus. Right. So, you know, during this time, you know, and this is probably something that, you know, you, you face head on, but this was a time where you were having your own battles. Cause you know, Shemai is quoted as saying, you know, this whole experience turned her from a player to a fighter, you know, and then you're also fighting your own personal struggles. You were in prison, you know, like, what is it like knowing that that news is being broke to her while you're, you know, in jail and there's not a lot that you can do or say i mean it was it was like i said it was it was definitely um an eye opener and um you know it was that's what you know just made me you know that that was my motivation you know what i'm saying um you know i was i was already you know very popular and you know everybody knew me but you know just wanted to be there for my sister and you know missing her whole high school career and you know just even if it wasn't about softball, just wanted to get out and be with her because of her condition. But because it was softball, that's that's how I made that promise. And, you know, when, when I come home, it's going to be all about you. So whether she went to LSU or JMU or Georgia State or it, it could have been a D3 school, I was going to I was going to be her biggest fan regardless. And, you know, luckily it just happened to be LSU. So, you know, obviously you you had a, a stint in prison. You know, but how long were you there and and what was the message and how was the message relayed and how was the support given, you know, when you're in that kind of circumstance? Um, I would get letters from letters, letters from my family, um, pictures from Shemaya, her playing softball. Of course, you know, you can get on the phone during a certain time. So, you know, I was, I was always on the phone with him. So even though I wasn't there, I was there. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was, you know, we, we we stayed in contact every single day. So, you know, I, I can just remember getting pictures of her hitting a home run or doing this in high school. And it was just, like I said, it was just motivation to be there and to be there at those games. And and how long were, were you there? Um, If you add it up, it was almost for a total of six years, five, five years and 10 months. So I always just say six years to round it off. So six years. You know, did it feel like eternity or did it go fast or like what what is the mentality when 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 you're up against that? Mm, it goes slow, fast and the same. I can't even it goes majority slow. But when you look back on it, it goes fast. I guess time is something like it's like a perception thing. But, you know, when you're in it, it definitely goes slow. But looking back on it. It's like it was like a like a blink of a shadow of an eye that that happened. Yeah. So D'Angelo, you know, from what yes, we've read, you made a promise to your sister after missing. Obviously, we talked about why you missed missing her playing high school, 
that for her entire college career, you would be her number one fan. You made good on that promise. But talk to me, not only obviously you get out, you're free, but talk to me about what that meant just to be able to be the number one fan for not for her and, you know, your her team. Man, it, like I said, it meant everything. Like I said, um, I, it wasn't even about my life anymore. Like, you know, I always said when I come home, family is everything. And I just thank God that, you know, he put me in a situation to – to make make do on, on being there for my sister. You know what I'm saying? Because she could have been playing chess. They would have had to kick me out of the game. Thank God she wasn't playing tennis. I'd have been kicked out the games. So lucky it was, it was softball. I could have got a little crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to get out in a minute. I, I feel you on that. But uh, I've even read how you draw a passion from her battle with the autoimmune disorder. And you were quoted. It says, you know, this is you talking. You can go to practice, but it's the things you do on your own that take you from great to elite, dedicate time to developing yourself. I learned from her to continue the fight and trust in God. So safe to say, is she your biggest inspiration in life? Oh man, Shemai, she's, she's definitely a fighter. She is my biggest motivation. Like I said, she's my best friend. And this, this story, this lifestyle wouldn't be, wouldn't be possible if it was for her, you know what I'm saying? So I always give her recognition, you know what I'm saying? No matter you know, where, where God takes me. Cause like I said, if it wasn't for her greatness, her ability to fight, her strength, her resilience, you know what I'm saying? People wouldn't know, wouldn't know anything about me. And like I said, I'll still be living the same lifestyle, but since her story is brought to light, it kind of shares story on, you know, the light that I have on the inside of me. So it's like, like I said, I, I, I have to always give credit to my sister. Absolutely. So let's talk about being a softball fan, man. I mean, yes, did sir. you? Was it just automatic out the gate? You were. I mean, I mean, obviously you're connecting with Shamai and what she's doing. You find that passion. You said it could have been chess or tennis or whatever. But when you're going out there, you get a little crazy softball games. I know my daughter plays competitive softball. We got yes, our first sir. fall tournament this weekend, so I feel you on that. Get a little wild. Yes. But yes. were you a, a huge softball fan out the gate? Oh, definitely, man. Um, softball, I was like, like I said, the family played softball. My mom, everybody played softball. So it was just a thing for everybody to to participate in. So, yeah, it was just like, like, like church league. Like we are, I, I remember a time I got kicked out of church league because I said some excess words. So that can only show you the amount of competition we love with softball. See, we yeah. got something more in common than LSU, Randy. Yeah, I got that in common with you, too. We don't have the LSU thing in common. Not a hater by any means, but yeah. I definitely have been uh, kicked out of multiple church league games. Not that hey, it's my man. proudest moment, but it is what it is. You know what, though, D'Angelo? I have yet to get kicked out of a tournament or a game as a parent, though. So I I'm proud of that, you know? I've come close. Was that shade at me? Was that shade at me, Randy? Because oh, I have No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't. That actually wasn't. I, I forgot that you had, actually. We're going to get back in. Let's get back into Shemaya. So your sister's career had some amazing success, even going to the Women's College Softball World Series in 2017 during her sophomore year. But for you, give us some of your favorite moments or favorite games, favorite experiences that you got to share with her. Um, It's, 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 it's hard to pick out. Um, right off the bat, I would say definitely one of the favorite moments would, would have to be um, maybe her coming to Georgia, a senior year homecoming moment. Um, it literally, I guess you could say it was, it was, it was like, it was just so many LSU fans, but like 75% of them were Shamaya fans and everybody, hundreds of people like had a shirt on and it was, um, it was crazy. <laughs> the first game, 
um, what was it? Uh, um, first first game, third inning, she had a grand slam, and it was just electric fire. It was man, I can't. The whole building went crazy, man. So I think just that would be definitely her favorite moment. Well, one of them. Um, the other one I would say Texas A and M. Um, she hit a she hit a grand slam. The game was already over, but um, it was in that new stadium. She hit a grand slam, and um, that was my first time getting kicked out of getting kicked out of the game because I started dancing all over the dugout, and um, it was well worth it. And the players were just like, "It's okay, it's okay, we'll come back." So, yeah, I, I can't man. It's 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 too so- many to name, man. Yeah, one that kind of stood out as we're doing this research. Tell me what it was like watching her hit a home run in the women's college softball world series against Oregon. Man, that was that was I I I, I thought it was going like out the park, but that's that's an incredible feeling too, especially like you know, when they bring the ball to your mom and the parents of anything, but to 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 hit a home run in the college world series is it's that's, that's the that's, biggest moment, right? That's pinnacle. That's that's yeah. That's 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 every child's dream. Absolutely, man. I can tell you the first time, you know, my daughter, she's only 13, right? So we're st- we're really, you know, now she's in 14. You moved up to, you know, she's in A, B now. Can I win from C? But the first time that she had like that big, you know, hitting the fence triple in a big spot. Because you know, hitting a triple when your team is down 12 nothing or when you're up 12 nothing, that's not really when it is. But she had runners on second, third, down one, hits the triple. You know, she had the go-ahead run. I remember being like, I think I almost, I think I was I like, it was hot, so I had like some perspiration in my eyes. But those <laughs> those kind of moments, I can only imagine the bigger it gets. Is now she's in eighth grade, going into high school. But to see your sister be able to do it on the biggest stage, uh, and you talked about the grand slams, I, I can only imagine, and I hope that I get to share that, you know, with, with my daughter soon. And if, maybe if she listens to me, she will, you know what I'm saying? Man, you, but, you, you will be able to share it, man. Just make sure you have your tissue ready. No, I don't care what anybody say. I, I was, my people have caught me crying at some games, but I didn't care. Shoot. Nah, I don't care either. My, <laughs> my, my, my ex-wife and my wife are both looking at me like, are you crying? I'm like, what? It's oh, hot well. out here. But yeah, <laughs> but look, you didn't just stop with LSU. You supported Team USA in 2019, traveling the country. Uh, you can also be seen on social media. You mentioned it already. You're supporting high school softball back home in Georgia. So just talk to me, not only obviously what it means to share that with Shamaya, but what softball in general just means to you is that family connection. You just love the game or just that's, all that's the above. Definitely, that's definitely family connection. As you can see, I said Washington, this is a softball connection because Kelly Lynch, one of the pitchers for Washington, she is from Noonan. She grew up right down the street with us. Her sister played with Shemaya. They graduated together. And she was always, she, she, she would always go to Shemaya games while she was in high school and everything. So, you know, I made a promise to Kelly too that, you know, when you go to when you whatever school you go to, I'm gonna go to one of your games. So, you know, I'm a, I go to all the LSU games, but once, once um one weekend a year, I always um fly to Washington to make do on my promise to Kelly. And you know, that's just me being close to my community in the city of Noonan. Look, man, I'm gonna have to tell you this. Hopefully, you're still going to all these LSU games in about like six years when my daughter's there. I don't know oh, where she's man, gonna go. I'm, Maybe it's I'm LSU. There. 
I'm there. Hey, even not, matter of fact, it can be anywhere in the SEC. I have a great relations connection with all the coaches and players. So I just that's the that's the thing about me. Like I love being known as an LSU fan, but anybody know me in the softball world, they know I support all the teams. Like if you're playing LSU, we're trying to beat you. But outside of LSU, I'm a big, big, big softball fan. You see what I'm rocking back here, man. I'm orange and white. I, don't hold that against me. No, but, no, hey, no, look, no, no. You know, Great you know, softball program. You know, guys, yeah. it's funny that he says he yeah. says that, D'Angelo. I've taken a lot of heat. So we we do all sports. We cover all sports, and mm-hmm. uh, but baseball is our bread and butter. We uh, we especially mm-hmm. you're just talking about SEC, and we're connected. And so I'll go to all these games, and if they're not playing LSU, we got in off the bench shirts in every team color with the logos and everything, and I'll wear them. And there's a lot of people that get offended by that because I'll go support our guests, but. Like, it's like we've had them on our show. We've gotten to know them personally, and I want to root for them. And, you know, I feel like you feel me on that because, like you said, I mean, as long as it ain't against your team, man, hey, I'm a fan. Man, those are just closed-minded people, man. Don't pay them no attention, man. If LSU's not playing, man, you might – you might catch me at any other SEC team other than that, man, because you got to you gotta understand it's still about the relations with the fan bases. I'm not one of those LSU fans that, that doesn't get along with an Alabama fan. Like, if anything, when I go to Alabama, I'm easily pointed out, and those fans will easily come talk to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of – it's kind of it's kind of a blessing to be able to get along with other fan bases. So I tell people, if you got other teams outside of LSU, man, don't let your love for LSU stop your love for something else. You're gonna love a lot of things in life. That's just point blank, period. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I got a couple wives to show for. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> my man. <laughs> no, but absolutely. So you know, I was very familiar with you as a as a fan, whether I saw you on TV or I saw you in Tiger Stadium, but I had no idea the the story behind you until you know your social media posts but uh you know yes sir when does the passion for lsu football start like so you talked about going to lsu and rooting for your sister were you an lsu football fan at any time before or did does it all go alongside with softball um actually i it wasn't necessarily an lsu fan. i was an sec fan i always knew lsu was great i was like even though they weren't predominantly my team i still had good things to say about them i was i'm like i said i'm just a football fan i never just really had a favorite college team growing up i was just a fan of the game whoever was showing out winning that game and like i said you know i'm a big gambler so you know i bet with the mind not the heart so <laughs> who's ever winning i'm with it <laughs> So I got to know, man, the belt. The belt is iconic. It's epic. When does it make its first appearance? Is it softball? Is it football? When, when did it make its first appearance? Um, The purple belt, that definitely was for softball. And then, like I said, after my sister graduated, um, like a lot of the players, the, the parents of, you know, prospective players in different sports, they was like, you got to come to a football game. You got to come to a basketball game or yada, yada. And that was like, hey, man, you know, I might as well just bring the belt. And that's when it kind of just took off. Yeah, I mean, you got the belt, you got the necklace, you know, sometimes you got the jacket, sometimes you got the sweater vest. I mean, you got the you got the whole wardrobe. You're rocking it all. You got the eye blacks. I love it. But I, mean, you know, I, I, I see multiple belts. Yeah. At, is that other people's belts in these pictures or – your belt you have multiple versions of this purple well belt? No, i mean i do have multiple versions but i think now you're you're definitely we, we definitely live in a world where belts are definitely the trendy thing to have when back in the day you only seen maybe 
a prospective team have a bell, you know, maybe um, prospective teams, maybe, but you just didn't see it. From, you definitely didn't see it in softball. Um, you definitely didn't see it in softball. You definitely didn't see, like, just maybe the fans. You had a few fans now, you know what I'm saying? But I think, you know, me me having the belt represent for LSU, it kind of opened the door that, hey, it's cool to have a belt. And now you just see belts galore, which is, you know, was kind of one of the things I wanted to see when having my belt. I didn't want to be the only one to have a belt. Like, I want I want I, I love this. I want everybody in America to have a belt. If you have a softball team or if you're a fan, you should have a belt. You How you going to call yourself a fan? You don't have a belt or your own team. So, yeah. yeah right. I, 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 I need a belt. Get a belt. I, you got to get a belt, bro. See that belt right there? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna see? bring. I gotta bring it into the focus here. Y'all, y'all keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but da Daniel got a belt behind him, obviously. But you know, he's a University of Memphis fan, as you see with the flag behind you. Uh, that's get what they use. That's get what they use. Quindell Johnson, our uh, one of our most recent guests, he's actually from New Orleans, Louisiana. That's anyway, Daniel, I know you've seen the pick after uh, or the picture of after the pick with him on the the belt on him. Oh, it goes so hard. Yeah, I, I love. I saw that man. See, that's see, that's the thing. That's the trend. Like maybe you didn't you didn't see you didn't see just football. Maybe Alabama. I, I remember. Alabama having won like five, six years ago, the big one that the players had, but just, just, it's belts galore. You just didn't see it back in the day. And it's a good thing to have, man. Randy, what's that a belt of? What'd you get champs, that Champs, baby. State champs. Tennessee state champs. We're coming oh, yeah. from Louisiana next, Georgia. Don't matter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into 2019, D'Angelo. We got to talk about that title run. You know, um, I knew we would be good. Everybody, I think, had an idea we'd be good. But honestly, you know, you said you're a realist. Did you ever think we were going to be possibly the greatest college football team to ever touch the field? Actually, um, man, I'm going to find you that post. And this is no lie. Like, when, like, it was – because I'm, I'm a very optimistic person. And I, I remember in the summertime, I was like, man, bump this, man. Ellie, like, just to make a long story short, I have a post when it was, I think it was in the, I think it was like, um, it was like three weeks before the season. And I said, and I said, LSU is going to win the Natty this year. Screenshot, man. That's my most proudest moment because people can say, okay, well, you, you joined them. You tatted long bandwagon. I said, no. Nah. That's why I love social media because everything I have is documented. So I actually had, I actually had, High, high hopes for LSU. That's just point blank, period. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had high hopes too, but man, I just didn't. I mean, we're talking about. I didn't know. I, I didn't know who's gonna be. The, I look like this. I didn't know who's gonna be the greatest team ever. But I knew. I knew. Um. I felt like we was gonna make it, make a championship run. But just to say we was the greatest team ever. That no, I don't think no one had that in their mind. You you don't just think. You don't think about stuff like that until it happens. No doubt. So I went to four games personally that year. My favorite um, was Florida at night in Death Valley. Um, you know, absolutely oh, electric. And all three yeah. of us on this podcast, we hate Florida. But for you, um, outside of the playoffs, just, just regular season, what was your favorite game that you went to? Well, I mean, you say Florida it's, too. It's, hey, it's a good it's, answer. No, it's it's easy to say Bama. It's easy to say Bama. That's probably you know one of the games of the century. But I say that Ole Miss game. That that was a party. It was a party in Mississippi that night. That was that was my probably my most funnest game. Be honest with you. So being that you mingle with the fans from um, different teams and everything, how do you feel about those rankings that came out as far as tailgating and it had Ole Miss one and LSU two? Do you agree with that? 
man, it's it's just like polls in politics. Depending <laughs> on who do the poll, who you ask, this person may be first, second. So, I mean, I, I think LSU has a great consensus judgment that we're no matter how you slice it and dice it, we're one of the best fan bases. So it doesn't matter what what the polls say. It's what the people say. Absolutely. So, you know, we talk about your IG account, man. I see the photos. Got Patrick Queen, Grant Delpit, all these all these different players that you're even taking pictures with. They holding the belt. You know, just how much fun is it interacting with all these guys? Man, it, it's definitely fun, man. Just to, you know, just to be around them, to, to ultimately congratulate them, you know, because me, you know, anytime you see an athlete, no matter what sport they're playing, um, you know, they work hard on their craft. And, you know, when they're doing good, you know, you have to congratulate them. And even if they're not doing good, you still have to congratulate them for just being in the situation that they're in because we're not in it. And we would love to be in it, but it's it's really hard being an athlete, a student athlete or a professional athlete. So when you get a chance to give them their flowers, go ahead. Yeah, no doubt. So, you know, you may not want to answer this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. I had a favorite player. My favorite player was Jamar Chase. It, it was coming into the season. It definitely was. Did you have anybody who was your actual favorite player? I know you love the whole team, but is there is there that one guy for you? Oh, well, like I said, it was definitely uh, Pat, uh, Pat Queen, man. Um, like I said, he was one of the um, the players that, that 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 I first interacted with on, on IG. And I remember after the Florida game, he had came to me and all the cameras was right there. So I was like, here go the belt. So he just, him, and I think it was Dumanville, they were just posted up right there and they were just standing with me. He had the belt. So he just kicking at me like he just knew me all my life. And from then on, we just been, we just been some of the best partners, man. Since he's your guy, man, I got to tell you, it was one of the most heartbreaking things. It's a video, you know, you talk about things being documented on social media. I had it deleted because my nephew put it up. On draft yes, night, on draft night, I don't know if Randy or Daniel, you remember this, but when Patrick Queen was on the board when the Saints went to pick, and by all accounts, yeah. the Saints were going to take him. And even yeah. Patrick Queen was interviewed afterward and said he thought he was going to get to play at home. And so I'm being recorded because they, my, my nephew thinks he's going to watch me run circles around the room with excitement. Mm -hmm. Instead, they don't. And then you just see me absolutely mad, throw my phone down. <laughs> all this stuff and so he he records the whole thing of me getting upset and puts it on facebook i'm like man take that down like but i was i was man i thought patrick queen was gonna be a saint put him put him on there oh but uh he, he's the man and obviously he's he's doing work for the ravens but you know jamar chase these guys will tell you we got an opportunity uh we we work with the all sports all plays network and mm -hmm. and i was at the gym one day d'angelo and mm -hmm. i get i get a call that says how quick can you be in front of a computer I said, mm. I'm five minutes from the house. Why? He mm. says, hey, I got you uh, Super Bowl media day rights because they everything was over the internet. They're like, you're going to mm. interview Joey B and Jamar Chase. I'm like, you serious? That's anyway, I, hey, I've never been so nervous to get, but hey, I nailed the questions. The, the answers were great, but I tell you, D'Angelo, man, but as, soon, as soon as they, they addressed me, I was like, ooh, man, I, yes, I, I'm glad they could. One of the cool things is it's not like me and you where we can see each other. They, yes, they could only hear us. And so I'm yes, glad sir. they couldn't see me because I'm probably sure there was sweat running down my face as I was getting ready. <laughs> I would have been the same way. <laughs> so, but it, it, was, it was definitely cool. So, you know, LSU wins the national championship. You're there for it, you know, and that's why I said just talk about the regular season. So talk about being at the national championship, everything that came with it from not just winning it, but being a part of the whole scene. 
like I said, um, I'm pretty sure one day um, the producer ESPN gonna make a movie about <laughs> that that year. Um, uh, it was just it was just wonderful, especially to see it from my eyes because, um, I mean, I, I I just felt like you know just the fan base made me feel like I was just so a part of it, like literally, like just being in Atlanta or whether we was in Atlanta or New Orleans, like I can't even count how many pictures that that were like. I couldn't like if I wanted to take a break or get on my phone, I would have to go to the bathroom. But as soon as I step out, hey, there's the super fan. Hey, there's the belt guy. So like, man, that's why I'm forever an LSU fan. I'm forever gonna rep LSU because it's just not because of the sports. It's not about the wins and losses. It's the fan base. I'm in love with the people, the culture. Just, just, man, they just make you feel like, man, you're just part of the family, man. And and that's the whole, I, I'm there for the experience, man. I'm there for the experience. And just to bring joy to people. That's, that, I feel like that's that's one of my jobs is to help bring joy to the LSU fan base, no matter what. So you talk about the highs and the lows, and I'm glad you put it that way because I saw you on TV week one, man, and um, Florida State, the way we fell short on a block kick. Uh, that, that was a low, and I seen you still doing your thing with the band from Tigerland. You was having a blast, but I got to ask you, just, just being a realist, you know, how bad did it hurt? I know how bad it hurt for me. How bad it hurt losing that way? Uh, it, it definitely hurt it because, like I said, the emotions of um, being at the game and knowing you're going to go to overtime, but you got to understand, man, that's part of football. Me, I don't – maybe because I played football and, you know, I understand, you know, sometimes the best team to always win or sometimes you're going to go through those moments. So um, it doesn't hurt me, but to me, I feel hurt for the players because to me, I feel like they're trying, you know what I'm saying? And not so much of they're trying, but maybe I don't want to, I don't want to, I put like this. If I ever, if I ever cast the blame, it would be on the coaches. I would never blame the players. I would never blame the players because to me, it's still all about, it's a systematic issue. Like how can you put the players in the best situation to win? Because when you, when the offensive coordinator is calling this play, if the defensive coordinator called the wrong play, I don't care if you got Warren Sapp on the team, Deion Sanders, if they're out of position, they're out of position. So, you know, like I said, I, I feel like the players are going to always have, have athletic talent to do what they do. And like I said, I, I love the players. They can go 0-10. You know, I never blame the players. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I blame know, the coaches. Just so <laughs> well, you can say, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't say that. But. No, no, no. Yeah. We, we won't Jim, go there. Jim blames the referees. Yeah. <laughs> Jim I, hates all referees. Just I so we're all, clear. I hate all referees. Look, man, the Saints have been screwed over more than any team in the NFL, but we're not even going to go there. I'll tell you, man, that's, that's, yeah, they, they got something against y'all, man. I'm good. God almighty. So, you know, I'm going to be in Baton Rouge uh, Saturday for the game against Mississippi State. It's my 11th anniversary. My wife was uh, kind enough to let us pick a football game uh, to go. Oh, man. Uh, you, 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 I appreciate it. You going to be there? Uh, I sure wish I did, man. Um, I, we, we, what we do? I'm doing something with the family, and then I actually have a golf tournament. So I won't be back in Baton Rouge till we play Alabama. Then I got no. I'll be yeah. I'll be back in Alabama. Then I'm going to the Florida game, and then Ole Miss. So I'm going to go Miss Tennessee. Straight. How you going to throw bags with Randy? No. Oh, hold on, hold on. When is the Tennessee game? That's in October. Yeah, yeah I'm talking about weeks. the month of September. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm out of just straight on September. Then October the first, that's when I'll be in Gainesville, and then they start that three straight, three straight stretch of games. I got you. So my last thing for you, and it's in regards to this Saturday's game. 
Um, yes, Will sir. Rogers was uh, a guest of the show. As a matter of fact, he is second on the leaderboard for downloaded episodes. Uh, obviously, I'm in North Mississippi. He's very, yes, very sir. popular here. Um, but he's looked, you know, he's a, he's a Heisman candidate. He's looked great. Help convince me, D'Angelo, that we're going to beat Mississippi State and shut Will down Saturday night. Um, I, I definitely think so because, I mean, like I said, you can look at the schematics, you can look at the X's and O's, you can look at the players, but I think we're going into a situation where Dev Valley kind of prevails. It's going to be one of them games where the fans help LSU win. It ain't got nothing to do about Mississippi State being better. It's just the environment that the fans, they're going to, they're going to carry, they're going to carry the momentum over. Even though it was Southern, um, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that they played sound football. The fans were behind them. And I feel like if they carry that Dev Valley experience Saturday night, I mean, we're going to win. At least we'll we'll be in the game and have situations to win the game, and then that falls back on coaching. Well, D'Angelo, yeah, I mean, it it definitely it's all coaching and referees. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. (laughs) So, D'Angelo, before we play a game, I do have a question. So, obviously, being a super fan, a lot of times you don't get a chance to pick who the teams play you just got to root for them is there ever a place that you are gonna go and you're just like man i really don't like those fans over there i really don't like that team no i can't honestly there there, there isn't because like i said i'm there's not a, there's not a place in the SCC I can't go where the fans the other team fans don't even know who I am. So it's like being who I am. It's like I have to be cordial and I, and I kind of love getting along with the other fans because. But I mean, if now on the flip side of it, I love going to away games better because I'm very competitive when I cheer. So it's like even though I get along with you when LSU plays, it's it's like yeah, I'm we're still trying to get you, yeah. Well, none of us will ever like Florida. We, we're going to be clear on that. D'Angelo, you need to join us, man. No love for hey, Florida. I, 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 will, I will say, Flo, we, we got Florida on the revenge, number one team. I'm definitely ready to go down to Gainesville. I, I, I promise you. October the 1st is going down. I'm, I'm the closest of, of us to Gainesville, and I have never been there, nor do I care to even go there <laughs> at all, at all. And there's wow. been some super teams that have been there, and I just you don't even go wow. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. If I, I probably won't even watch it on TV unless I have a rooting interest in the away, the away team. I just don't want. I just don't want to watch them play. D'Angelo, I root for two teams: yes, University sir. of Tennessee and yes, any sir. fucking body that plays the Florida Gators. <laughs> I tell I tell you what, Tennessee, um, even Tennessee, um, one of the guys, um, Herring, um, his parents are from Noonan. So I like I said, I know players on Tennessee, and I I want he's the number 44. He's the starting safety linebacker on Tennessee. Herring, yeah. you're gonna love that guy. And as a matter of fact, his two brothers are in the pipeline to go to Tennessee. I tried to get one of them to come to LSU, but they're <laughs> oh the man, don't be hey, don't be recruiting against us. Oh, no, don't even talk about that, Randy. Y'all just came hey. and got a four-star out of Baton Rouge, man. Don't even talk. About it. So yeah, y'all gonna blame love it on the coaches. No, nah, they they said D'Angelo Sanchez gives the best NIL money. That's what <laughs> that's that's where we're oh, going. Yeah, I, cl- I claim it. Give me give me about a hundred years. I don't know about this lifetime, but a hundred <laughs> years, yes, sir. He said, "You come here, I might let you wear my belt." Man, <laughs> I'm saying that's the best. <laughs> All right, D'Angelo, man, let's uh let's play a game, man, before you bounce. Yes, you sir. Down the- 
You down to play? Yes, sir. All right, it's this or that. I'm going to give you two options. All you got to do is pick one option or the other. You just can't okay. say both and can't say neither. You got to be decisive and pick one. Whichever one comes to your gotcha. mind first, go with it. Gotcha. All right. This is, uh, you know, usually we start with little layups, little bunnies, little softball questions. And this is a softball question, but it's a rather tough question to, out the gate. Would you rather go see LSU football or LSU softball? Could only pick softball. one. LSU softball. That's what I'm All talking right. about. Who has better food, Georgia or Louisiana? Georgia. I, I, I heard the wings in Atlanta were good. Georgia, only because I say a variety. Only because a variety. Now, if you're looking for a specialty, Louisiana. But if you're looking for a variety, Georgia. D'Angelo, he only brought up Wayne. I think he's talking about Magic City, baby. Them lemon peppers at Magic yeah. City. I think that's what he's talking yeah, about, man. You're going to need a driver when you leave there. <laughs> Would you rather attend a concert or any sporting event? Any sporting event. All right, so obviously a super fan. You got any sporting event that you can attend. It doesn't matter the sport, doesn't matter the level. Which one would you go to? Oh, the Masters. That's on my best, on my number one to go list. I keep getting denied, D'Angelo. Help me out. I I think I'm going to get denied for the rest of my life, too. But, hey, but if we ever get there, man, they're going to have to kick me out. Because if somebody make a shot, I'm going crazy. you You ain't leaving. Basically. If I know that if they do pick me, they only gonna pick me one time. That's it, one I, time. I'm gonna I'm cut a fool. <laughs> I love when we get new answers, man. We got March Madness last week, and we got the Masters this week because everybody usually says the NBA Finals or the Super Bowl, and, and now we got March Madness and the Masters. We got people yeah. mixing the up. Masters is that the pageantry of the Masters, man. You you right, man. Yeah, that's a great answer. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, would you rather be able to see in the future? Or go back and change the past. I really see into the future. Okay. Why? Nothing that you would want to change in the past. You just want to see what's going on. Or no, would- because I mean it, to me it's all a circle. Um, whether whether it's the past, future, what's happening gonna happen. So if I got a chance to see into the future, maybe I got a chance to correct some things. But if I got a chance to go into the past, it's like a domino effect. I might have affected things on my end, but how is it gonna affect other people? Oh, that's deep, Dave. Ain't nobody very, ever brought up the domino very, effect. Very, very true. I like that. Would you rather be a hero or a villain? Uh, definitely a hero. Who's your favorite hero? Uh, Superman. He represents hope for all the people. Man, that's that's some good answers, man. The right answer was Batman, but it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> well, you need a Robin. I never and I never had a Robin in life, so dang, I don't know. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Would you? This is the last question now, and this this is this is the deep one. You've given some deep answers, so I have a feeling like you you, you got this one. Would you rather have massive, like, monumental success, but it happened on accident? Or would you rather have modest success, just a little bit, but it's very intentional and it happens on purpose? I mean, definitely the latter, because that's when you can feel, you know, rewarded for, you know, rewarded for your labor. Because, you know, I always, always, my, 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 my uncle always told me, if you get some fast, you might lose it fast. You get fast money, you might spend fast money. But that's 
slow, hard, earn, methodical, you're going to think about what you do with that because it took you long to get it. So it's going to take you long to spend it. That's, that's my, that's just my analogy on things. Randy, let's see if he still says it with your rephrasing of the question. So I don't know. You kind of already hit on it. So I, I thought the same as you, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to earn mine. Give me mine. But then a guy put it to me like this. He said, all right, if I was to give you $100 million or tell you that you could earn $20 million, which one would you take? Earn $20 million because if you give me, because the way this is, I just, my mind, I'll make thing. If you give me some way down the line, you're going to, you, what you got over me, what you hold, let me work for what I want. Okay, the facts, and I respect that. The problem is I said the same thing. I was like, of course, I'm a, I want to earn mine. He said, well, now I got 80 more million fucking dollars than you and you broke. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Well, I, I, I see. Well, if there's no strings attached. Then no strings I attached. No strings attached. Shoot, man. I'm well. A hundred million to get you to the masters, yeah. D'Angelo. They, we buying the masters, D'Angelo. They, 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 they won't. They I'm, will not I'm deny you. I'm yeah, competing they, in the masters. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. D'Angelo, man, before you leave, anything you want to plug or promote? No, man, just like I said, just basically uh, LSU, man. I, I appreciate y'all guys' time, man, and what y'all do, man. Nothing but blessings to y'all family, man. Go Tigers, go SEC, go Tennessee, go go whoever you cheer for. Memphis Tigers, go, go all your teams. See, that's why we love you. That's why we're glad that we got you on the show finally. But if y'all want to hear more, see more, know what D'Angelo's up to, all you got to do, go on over to Instagram. Y'all all got it. We know it. You know, look up Mr. Beat Everybody 23 at Mr. Beat Everybody 23. Check him out. Got the belts, got the players, got the swag. He, he's got it all. Videos, not just with LSU, but I see Oklahoma State fans on there, Arizona fans, Arizona softball players. You you name it. You you got it all, man. D'Angelo, we appreciate you coming on, man. If there's anything we can do for you along the way, please reach out to us. Hey, man. Hey, forever blessed, man. God bless y'all, man. Can't wait to talk to y'all again soon, man. Absolutely. That's D'Angelo Sanchez, everybody. If you like d'angelo's story or you just like hearing us average joes talk x's and o's please like and share the podcast on facebook retweet us on twitter listen and subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify and anchor as always comments ratings feedback all of it's welcome and we're gonna see everybody next week we got episode 14 coming at you we're gonna talk major league baseball with new york met paul gervais this has been the in off the bench podcast as always remember strong body sharp minds great and grind all the time we out.